There we go. No real life. <laughs> okay, welcome to Coffee with Marcus and Mark. Uh, the most popular stock market update on Spotify and one of the most popular ones here on YouTube where we just cracked 100,000 subscribers. Super excited about this. Anyhow, in this show, we're going, to talk, we're going to talk to you about what's happening in the markets and how we are trading it. And today is Thursday, March 23rd, the day after the Fed meeting. And we'll take a look at what's happening, the aftermath of the Fed meeting. And then also Treasury Secretary Yellen made some comments yesterday that impacted the market. So let's see what's happening there. And we'll also show you how we are trading these markets. By the way, if this is your first time here, I'm Marcus Hypecutter. This super smart guy over there is my head coach, Mark Hodge, and we're real traders who trade live accounts. So therefore, uh, we got a lot of experience and we're showing you how we trade these crazy markets. So trust me, we know our stuff and we're not afraid to tell you like it is. So if you're here looking for some honest insights into the fascinating world of trading, you are in the right place. <laughs> and All right, Mark, where do we get started the day after the Fed meeting? Well... It was a week that was all about the Fed, and we heard the Fed speak, and uh, we know that there can be some fireworks after the Fed. Uh, there you have a five-minute chart of the S&P, it looks like, and you see that going into that Fed statement, things were pretty quiet, uh, nervous, uh, anxious, waiting for the, the big news, and the initial reaction to the decision and the statement was positive. You see a pop there. Uh, and the Fed said that they are raising rates by 25 basis points, so a quarter percent. Which was expected. And uh, I mean, we have always been talking about it. There's three reaction to the Fed meeting. The first is when they release the statement and what they're doing. The second is when Powell is speaking. And the third, the day after, which is today. But yeah, the first, I mean, interesting reaction, like, yay, they're not doing anything crazy. They're doing what everybody expected them to do, raising interest rates by a quarter percent. And, and the statement, yeah. oh, I, I'm just going to say, the, the statement, I think, got traders excited because uh, they removed the phrase ongoing increases from the, its statement. So I, I think that that had traders uh, excited, thinking that, hey, we could be near the end of this uh you know, monetary uh, tightening or inflation uh, fighting tightening going on. Yeah. Well, and then Powell grabbed the mic. That was at 2.30, uh, so 30 minutes after this. And uh, initially, markets thought, oh, yeah, he's nice. He's a little bit more dovish. Uh, but then, mm, well, does, did he say that he's concerned about the banking sector? I mean, this is where uh, traders started to look through the statement to see if there was anything uh, that could give further hints of what exactly the Fed is planning to do. Well, I think that one thing that was interesting with uh, uh, Powell in the press conference is he said that rate cuts are not in our base case for this year. But traders keep saying, eh, we don't believe the Fed. Because if you look at Fed funds futures, Marcus, uh, the next uh, policy, uh, there, there you go. Look at that. Look at that. The Based on Fed funds futures, traders are saying that the Fed is going to do the opposite of what they're saying. Yeah, and this is where, I, I mean, we know we had it a few months ago where uh, the Fed said one thing and traders said, nah, we don't believe you until Powell put down the hammer and said, you better believe me. Let me be very clear with you. So, but right now, 
Yes, that's what he said. He basically hinted at, okay, uh, we're kind of over. And uh, this morning, there's actually, yeah, it's almost 50-50, uh, yeah. as we see, a little bit higher that there's no more rate increase at the next meeting on May 3rd uh, versus another quarter percentage point. I, I think they'll go through and do another quarter percentage point. But yeah, the, the probabilities right now that that's it. And after this, they will lower interest rates. And I think this will change over the next few weeks uh, when Paul sure. grabs the mic and clarifies like, okay, guys, you didn't hear me. Uh, so let, let me be very clear what I said there. Yeah, and I agree. So based on what the Fed is saying, uh, essentially, another hike is on the table, quarter point, and then no cuts in 2023. But based on what traders are betting, is that ah, not going to do anything, and then we're going to start cutting uh, rates in July. We'll see. We'll see who's right. So again, this is where overall the, the whole Powell statement didn't really move the markets a whole lot yesterday. Because if you see right here, uh, which was at 320, so not quite an hour after Powell spoke, markets were pretty much right there where they opened after showing some volatility. But then we had this massive slide. And surprisingly, yeah. this time, it wasn't Powell who caused that slide. This time, Treasury Secretary Yellen uh, grabbed the mic and made a few comments that sent markets massively lower. Yeah, tell me about those, Marcus. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> so basically, uh, what she said, she was testifying in front of a, a Senate committee and uh, she was being asked, okay, so a few days ago, you kind of said that uh, this FDIC insurance, that money is insured with banks up to $250,000, that you consider lifting this. Is this true? And that's where she said, no. And that's where we said, whoa, wait a minute. But uh, you, you did it for Silicon Valley Bank and you did it for Signature Bank. I mean, this is where you said that everything is secure. And then a few days ago, you kind of said, well, we do what we need to do to make sure that investors and uh, uh, people who deposit money at the banks are safe. And then yesterday, there was no, well, maybe we're considering it. It was a clear like, no, we are not thinking about it. This is where everybody said, oh my gosh. And that's where the fear was that this could cause another bank run. Because if you have more than $250,000 in a bank and it's not insured, meaning that this money could be gone if the banks go under, that's where uh, everybody feared, okay, we might see another bank run where people are massively withdrawing funds. And that's actually what led to the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank and uh, Signature Bank. Yeah, and markets didn't like that. You know, one other thing that, that Powell essentially said, you know, addressing the, uh, you know, banking uh, worries and concerns is that credit tightening, like, you know, basically from all of this mess, this, this credit tightening could be doing the Fed's job uh, for them, <laughs> you know, if banks are, are you know, now getting a little uh, more uh, concerned about issuing credit and, and focusing on reserves and, and doing this to, to, you know, maintain operations of the bank and not get into trouble, then the Fed could sit back and just watch. Right. So <laughs> right. that could be a positive, uh, even though it might not be good for the banking sector. Anyhow, so. Talking about the third reaction. So usually we have a third reaction to the Fed statement on the next day, and it is typically or very often in the opposite direction of the Fed day reaction. And that's exactly what we see today. This morning, stocks open higher and up, up and away. So far, I mean, really 
compared to yesterday, uh, a massive rally to, uh, compared to yesterday's closing price. Right now, being basically where we opened yesterday after we had this, this massive sell-off. Yeah, quite a move. Uh, interesting. It's just taken off and, and right now making session highs. Uh, so some open positions uh, looking pretty good right now. Uh, and uh, interesting day. Yeah. So we'll take a look at our open positions here. But I also wanted to bring up the, uh, the moving averages where right now we are trapped between the 200-day moving average uh, as acting as support and the 50-day moving average acting as resistance in the S&P 500. So this will be interesting. Right now, it, it seems that uh, it's more likely the S&P is moving higher, trading above 4,000 again. But we'll see what the rest of the week brings. It, it, I, I think that we could drift higher here. Um, but hey, I, I think that uh, the reaction uh, today and whether there's an afternoon follow through or, or pullback is going to say a lot. Yeah. So looking at the VIX, the, the fear index uh, down right now to 20. I mean, we could drop below 20 again. And this is just showing like, OK, uh, whatever Powell said, it's out of the way. Whatever Treasury Secretary Yellen said, well, it was kind of like there's no blanket statement. But he kind of said that we're watching it on a case by case basis. So uh, a little bit risk mitigation here, uh, damage control. And this is where fear right now is out of the markets. And this is why this morning it seems that markets are rallying and basically going back where we were at the end of yesterday. Uh, at the, uh, yeah, at the beginning of yesterday. And I agree. Fear seems to have left the market, but transferred it all to Square and Coinbase. <laughs> we should talk about this before we take a look at our positions. Yeah, so Square this morning uh, down, what was it, 25%. Yeah, yeah. And so they got targeted from Hindenburg Research uh, announcing that the payment company uh, was its uh, latest short position um, and that they have lax controls uh, with their cash apps uh, uh, user base and um, that it allows criminal activity. Now, Marcus, this uh, Hindenburg Research Company, uh, they uh, they can do some damage. Um, and Ride was one of the the targets uh, over the last couple of years. Ride, DraftKings also one yeah. of their targets. Uh, this morning, SQ. Seems that initially traders were shocked. Right now, they seem to shake it off a little bit. If you look at a five-minute chart of uh, SQ, which is surprisingly blocking. It used to be share. Uh, it used to be square, not share, uh, square. Uh, but now it's blocking. Seems that uh, it's clawing its way back. Still down 12% uh, for the day. Uh, so we'll, we'll see uh, how other traders are reacting to this. Uh, but at first, mm. definitely a hit by Hindenburg. And Coinbase also on the move. Coinbase, uh, I mean, after moving higher this morning, uh, I mean, it was down almost 20% right now, also clawing its way back. And uh, they received a well notice from the SEC. Yeah, and, and with that, uh, you had some downgrades. Uh, Oppenheimer in particular downgraded the stock to perform from outperform. I think that there's just some concerns overall. Um, the Biden ad administration also uh, criticizing, uh, you know, cryptos and it. 
it's it's clawing its way back. But um, with the market up, those two stocks definitely taking a beating today. Yeah, they're definitely standing out. All right, let's uh, take a look at our positions. Let's see what's happening, how we are trading it. So first off, CTRA, Quotera Energy, uh, after being hit yesterday, Right now, going back a little bit, 23.75. And uh, I mean, this uh, one of the stocks that you kept an eye on uh, possibly uh, for a wheel trade. Right now, there would be one available uh, at the 23. So selling puts at the 23 level, which is right at the lower range of this newly established range here between 23 and 26. Yeah, I was actually looking at 22.50 this morning and I think it was a little too late to the party. Um, I, I'm still going to be monitoring this one, but I don't have an order in. Yeah. So we still like the stock. I got assigned at 26. Uh, you got out of it. So you're looking to reload here possibly, uh, possibly. But right now with it being up uh, a percent for the day, it's always better to sell puts when there's a down day. And this morning it opened pretty much where it closed yesterday. So there was a possibility, but right now you're rather waiting until it pulls back a little bit, right? Yep. Okay. GM, uh, General Motors. <clears throat> so I had uh, a put that expires uh, this week. I closed it yesterday at almost 90%. I closed it at 87%. We talked about it yesterday uh, for my plan going into the Fed meeting that uh, we basically closed our IWM and uh, our my GM position here at 90% uh, of max profit. So therefore, freeing up some buying power because, I mean, we were kind of hoping that this morning there would be a little bit more follow through on the negative reaction from yesterday, but the third reaction didn't disappoint and it's in the opposite direction of what we saw yesterday. So nothing really this morning on the scanner for us, for new positions. No, and you know, it's, um, that that's okay. That's okay. I, I was hoping that there'd be a little more downside before the the snapback um, for the reasons you just said, but uh, happy with uh, open positions. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, again, we'll go through a few more of our open positions, but uh, let us know if this is helpful. If it is, give us a like. And uh, if you're new to this channel, subscribe. This way you get notified whenever we go live. And uh, I mean, we, we should we need to take a look at Google. Google, 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 Google this morning up again. Going close to my 108, uh, where I was assigned. Uh, so right now up two and a half percent for the day, trading at almost 106. And and this is interesting because that big sell-off that took place uh, over the last uh, you know month or so, a lot of that was tied to my, uh, Microsoft's uh, advancement with AI and ChatGPT's investment. Um, and it, it seemed like maybe Google just uh, is is not going to be able to catch up. And we see that buyers are, are saying, no, not the case. But also, Marcus, there's this controversy with TikTok that's actually supporting uh, Google as well, because uh, TikTok CEO is testifying uh, before uh, the House Energy and Commerce Committee. Uh, and there are uh, security concerns over TikTok and um, how they could control content uh, and target users in the US and TikTok could get banned, right? So if TikTok gets banned, who's the benefit of that? Well, Meta, right? Facebook purchased Instagram and so Instagram could become more popular. So Meta's getting a little bit of a boost here um, and making highs that we haven't seen all year. Um, but then, uh, yeah, look at that, clients way back. And then Google also, 
a nice uh, beneficiary if this does happen because uh, Alphabet owns YouTube, right? So right. YouTube, which, hey, we love YouTube, um, but that could be more popular, especially with their shorts that they're trying to push maybe as an alternative to TikTok. So uh, definitely making its way back to those highs and that's great for your position. Right. And then we have PNC and uh, PNC yesterday, uh, the aftermath of Yellen's comments, so down 5.4%. Uh, this morning, uh, up a little bit, 0.6%. And this is where, again, there's a lot of uncertainty. So this is definitely a trade that got hit kind of by a black swan event because we entered it way before this banking crisis. And two days after we did it, uh, SEVB, Silicon Valley Bank, uh, came out with the news and they collapsed. Uh, so, but I, I'm okay how we are managing this position here. And I hope that you find this helpful to see what exactly are we doing here with this position that right now is down. Uh, my purchase price was 147, yours was 146. So we are down like uh, around 15% uh, from our assigned price. So we'll keep you posted of how we manage uh, this position here. All right, well, last but not least, AMD. We talked about AMD. There's a position that you're in and uh, you did sell uh, last week the 101 uh, call against your existing position. I did. Uh, chips, semiconductor is bouncing back real nice this year. A lot of it, you know, back to uh, AI and, and that being so hot and uh, chips getting a benefit from that after being down last year. Uh, I sold the 101 and today I rolled the 101 up to 102, and I was able to collect. Uh, I think it was a dollar 25. Um, so bringing my break even down a buck 25, which is about I want to say 48% annualized based on holding it for the week. So rolled up to 102, made some nice premium on it, um, and getting real close to my assigned price at 104. So this is working out nicely. Yeah. So again, this is where we are showing you what happens here in our position, uh, even when we are stuck and how we are managing it. And uh, yeah, on Google, we'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm still holding out here a little bit. Uh, I could right now, let's go to the calculator, uh, take a look at Google here. And uh, right now, if I would sell the call, not for tomorrow, uh, but for next week, the 108 call right now, it is trading at dollar eight over a dollar ten so that would give me 40 percent annualized and uh, thirteen hundred dollars based on my position definitely very tempting however i believe that google has some more potential to the upside and uh, i want to wait here another day or two and that could be a huge mistake that could be a huge i mean nobody here and that's where we should add, probably ask our metric eight ball so <laughs> should i sell calls on google today so let's just see and it is certain, it is certain. <laughs> i should do this oh my well, god i think this is a great question for people following the the channel and uh would you be selling calls at 108 if you owned uh google at 108 like marcus does or would you be waiting yeah, leave a comment below let us know uh, if you can comment even on spotify you can leave a comment if you're listening to the show, watching the show on Spotify, let us know and we'll definitely keep us posted. As you can see, never a dull moment in the markets right now. If you're going back to the uh, S&P 500 on a five minute chart, we see that we are trading towards session lows. So will it hold or we will, will we see a sell off in the afternoon? Uh, we will keep you posted and uh, we'll be back here tomorrow morning. So make sure that you tune in. In the meantime, there's a few more videos 
right here for you. Check it out. Uh, this way you learn a little bit under, uh, better of how we trade the markets, why we do what we do. Uh, like us, uh, subscribe, and uh, we hope to see you soon. Happy trading, everybody.